0: It's Not Your Fault is a podcast for parents, caregivers, and young people navigating the world and its challenges. Here's your host, Brandon Jones. Greetings everyone. And welcome back to another installment of It Is Not Your Fault 18 mental health podcast. I am your host, Brandon Jones. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about healing the inner child and how that healing work connects to parenting. Minneapolis holds a special place in entrepreneur and designer Houston White's heart. It's where he got to start. So whether it's launching the Get Down Coffee Company or his new Houston White for Target collection, Houston takes immense pride in giving back and inspiring those around him. Watch Houston discuss turning passions into reality and the importance of lifting the community up on Target's exciting content series, Beyond Black now playing on youtube.com target now most of the listeners to this podcast are parents but we do have young people who listen to this podcast as well share it with their friends and have discussions and since most of the focus is on parents and parenting i thought i would bring in a part of this bring into this conversation a phenomenon an area of study that has grown in popularity on social media which is inner child wounds and inner child wounds looks at the trauma and adversity that young people face uh, in their that young people face throughout their childhood that ultimately shows up in their adulthood. And people are starting to discover how they've had all these issues growing up, mostly stemming from their parents and how that's showing up in their current adult lives. So what do I mean by that? Well, they're noticing that they're having issues in dating relationships, in their own parenting styles, in their career choices, in their mood regulation, uh, in their ability to find uh, stability in life. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the wounds uh, and the inner child and the inner child wounds. This is a concept even for myself that is very personal and professional. I myself have had childhood adversity. I'm You know, growing up, I grew up in a home that had a lot of domestic violence, Um, you know, one time is more than enough. And I seen my fair share of domestic violence incidents. And when you're in a home with such dysregulation, chaos and violence, what that does to a young person's development is pretty significant. Young people, you know, they develop hypervigilance. They develop uh, various different levels of stress, anxiety, fear. Um, lack of boundaries or over extreme boundaries. There's a lot of things that happen when young people are developing under such tense situations. And when that takes place, when that happens, um, your your brain is adjusting to your ability to maintain safety. And your brain develops into your adulthood in that manner. And you start to notice when you get into relationships when you move when you go to school when you get a job you're responding to situations that normally probably wouldn't warrant such anxiety or hyper vigilance or protection in a very protective way because your body is just trying to protect you because you come from or you've experienced a lot of trauma growing up so that's just an example so again both professional and personal for me. And I'm sharing it with you because some of the issues you may be having with your own teen may be based off of your own uh, childhood trauma and that in in healing those inner childhood wounds, and they're showing up into your parenting style and you just don't know it. I also bring this up because a lot of times we see ourselves in our children. We see ourselves and we see our parenting styles in our own parents and how they parented us. And it's important for us to recognize that as we engage with our young people, because ultimately what they're going to do is that they're going to mirror several things that we've experienced or did not experience as young people. So let me talk about some of the signs of uh, the inner childhood wounds. I'm just going to talk about four of them for today, and we might dive into some of the other ones later on. Uh, in the podcast uh, in the episode down the road. so <clears throat> the first one, never feeling close to your parents. Um, you know, they're leaving you feeling alone and disconnected. A lot of people grow distant from their parents. You may be feeling this with your own young person in your life right now where there's this kind of disconnection between you and them. We know that it's very common though with teenagers to not want to, Kind of be under the wing of their parents. They're looking, they're seeking and looking for independence. They want to figure out things. They're trying to discover what their identities are in life, etc. So that, so there's a natural built-in disconnection with teenagers. However, um, the disconnection and feeling alone and feel like you never had a connection is something that's a little bit different. It's more of a, a, almost like an abandonment feeling, which is the next thing I want to point out. The fear of abandonment. So, Sometimes young people do get abandoned, and sometimes there's a fear of, of abandonment. And you see this in all different types of family dynamics when, you know, one of the parents aren't present, or someone who goes through foster care, or someone who was adopted, or maybe someone, um, you know, was removed from the home for a little bit but returned. There's a lot of abandonment concerns and issues that take place within the, um, the within the dynamic of development for a young person. So this fear of abandonment makes it uh, is making you stay in unhealthy relationships for far too long, and it can also lead to people being walked over. So you're, you know, you're being manipulated and abused by people that you aren't engaging in, in the relationship with. Uh, the next one I want to point out is feeling that something is wrong with you, right? You know, so you're feeling flawed and a sense of shame, and you're wanting to hide from others. So you have this concern that something's wrong with you. You're not quite yourself. You know, when you're parenting your young person, you don't feel like you're adequate enough to take care of this young person or that you're doing the right things and helping this young person grow. You may even have a little bit of imposter syndrome uh, as a parent, which is very interesting, right? Can Am I a good parent, especially for those of you where this is the first time that you are parenting a teenager and teenagers are very different than what they were when you were a kid. And when you were a kid, (laughs) You know, your life was probably not with a lot of the technology that we have today, different types of ways of relating to people, different type of community atmospheres that we grew up in, etc. So it's a different world. And you may not understand what it's like to grow up in a world like today, where we have screens that dominate literally everything and the internet. And then the other uh, uh, inner childhood wound uh, that I wanna talk about is experiencing high reactivity so you find yourself dysregulated often and then you feel shamed about it and this is very common for parents where you're dysregulated you're frustrated with what your young person has going on you may even um you know be frustrated with other things that are outside of parenting work your relationship maybe there's some financial concerns maybe there's something going on uh outside of your nuclear family but it's impacting your mental and emotional state as well and what ends up happening is you get reactivated by some of those traumas that you've experienced as a child. And those things start to show back up within your life. And that can be extremely frustrating for so many different people. Now, how do we repair this? As parents, you know, those are just four. There are many other childhood wounds that we can dive into, but I just wanted to give you a nice update and a, just um, a nice overview of what those inner childhood wounds are like. But how do we repair this? How do we, how do we work on this as we know it, as parents, so that our kids don't have similar or the same experiences as us? I'm gonna share with you seven kind of tips and strategies uh, to, to think about and to engage in so that your inner childhood wounds do not show up into your parenting. So let's go with number one. Learn about what you missed out on as a child and how it affects you today. That's the first thing you do. You have to raise your awareness. What did you miss out on with your parents? What did you wish that they knew or they didn't know? Uh, What do you, you know, what type of experiences did you want to have with them? And how do you gain those experiences with your child? How do you start to develop those types of experiences? So what that's going to do is it's going to require you to reflect on your childhood experiences and uh, re-image and redefine the perception that you had with your own parents or caregivers. The next area that we're gonna talk about is connection with your inner child. This is gonna require you to do some soul searching, some deep connection with who you were as that young person. And you might need to engage with your child uh, in order to kind of reach back and to feel some of those childhood uh, experiences. How can we do this? Well, think about old games that you used to play, board games, maybe a race. You know, you might do some jump roping. You might play tic-tac-toe. Who knows? But just find something to do that connects back to your childhood with your child. That's a good way to engage them. They might think that it's lame or they don't want to do it. Come on, mom, or come on, dad, or come on, this is just not cool, but it's okay. You can still do those things with them and engage them and encourage them to just have a little bit of fun with you so that you can connect back to that younger part of yourself the third thing that i want to point out is let go of the burden of shame and guilt that you feel as a parent it is very easy to have shame guilt and feel the burden of parenting and a lot of times we feel these ways because of what we did not have when we were younger So it's important for you to point those things out when they pop up and then figure out the best ways to let them go. One thing you can do easily, um, and I offer this to a lot of parents, is to journal about them. And you can journal in different ways. You can do the old school journaling where you get a pen and a notebook and you keep track and record of what's happening. Or you can do what I call new school journaling, where you can take a voice memo app on whatever device you wanna use and just talk it out with yourself. Just hit record and talk it all out till you run out of things to say, stop the recording, save the message and then come back to it later to reflect. The next tip and area of dealing with those inner childhood wounds and parenting is learn what your parents could not teach you. What were their limitations? What were your parents and caregivers limitations? was it healthy boundaries, emotional regulation? Maybe they had bad communication skills, or maybe they just didn't communicate the way that you would have liked them to. Was their ability to be resilient? Did they have struggles within their life? Um, what about their frustration tolerance? You know, How much were they putting up and dealing with and how much were they not? Accountability, did your parents display accountability? And then self-love, um, did you ever see your parents really care for themselves and display self-love. And what does that mean to you as a parent and how are you displaying that to your child? The next tip is to create meaningful relationships Uh, and form support network. So one of the biggest things that I think we uh, overlook when it comes to parenting is making sure that you have connections to other people who are parenting. Don't go at it alone. There's always support out there and connections to be made so that you don't feel like you're just parenting in a bubble. Sometimes that connection is your partner, but it also can be other parents as well that do not live in your home, but they may live in your neighborhood or even online. The next tip is to fill uh, fulfill needs your parents did not meet. Now This is important, because a lot of us we parent this way. We parent based on what we did not have as children, and that's okay. But we got to make sure that that's effective and then also if we're not parenting that way. What did we miss. And is and is your child missing those things as well? And sometimes having a conversation with them and asking them, "Hey, what could I do better as a parent to you? What am I missing? What what do you, what supports do you need from me?" Could lead to a very interesting conclusions on what's happening, what's going on, for that young person. And then lastly, the easiest thing that you can do when we talk about dealing with those inner childhood wounds is to be yourself. Be yourself love yourself accept who you are even if it's not where you truly want to be even if it's not the most comfortable state that you want to be in don't uh don't be afraid to accept who you who and how you are and be willing to be better and willing to work on the things that aren't necessarily where you want them to be but be true to yourself so many of us we harp on ourselves we get so frustrated at who we are or the things that we've done that we forget to love and care about ourselves and when you do that your children are watching those teens are watching they are paying attention and if you're preaching one thing and you're acting in a different way they will pick up on that and they will start to lose a lot of respect for you as a parent and that's one of the main things you need with teenagers is respect because once you lose that it's hard to get it back you know seen a video recently that went viral um, where uh, this this father was being confronted by his daughters for cheating and you can hear the pain in the daughter's voices and they just lost so much respect for their dad because they caught him cheating on his phone and uh, you know the dad was trying to tell them I'm still your father don't talk to me this way but what what I what I gained from that video it was a tragic situation all the way around but what I gained from it was, He lost their respect and it's gonna take him a long time to gain that back. So make sure you respect yourself. Make sure if you're a young person, respect your parents, ask them questions, talk to them about their childhood, see what they've been through. And if you are a parent or caregiver who has those inner childhood wounds, today is your day and this is your signal to do something about it. Remember, if there's any type of trouble that's happening within your home, it is not your fault. But it may be your opportunity to do something different. I am Brandon Jones. Be sure to check us out at Shaletta Makes Me Laugh.com or you can check me out at www.jegna, that's www.jegna.org. Send your questions, send your love, and we'll see you again on the next podcast. Peace. To check out previous episodes of It's Not Your Fault or to learn more about Brandon Jones, Log on to ShilettaMakesMeLaugh.com.
1: You deserve more internet than what you get from just your cell phone. Get free high-speed internet at home, a $29.95 value, when you qualify for Internet Essentials Plus and the Affordable Connectivity Program. Enjoy more streaming, gaming, and video chatting on more devices for free. With unlimited data and a wireless gateway included at no extra cost. No fees, no taxes, and no annual contract. Connect to more of what you love for free with Xfinity and the Affordable Connectivity Program. Click, call, or visit a store to learn more. At Hy-Vee, we take pride of being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. There's a new way to get around in North Minneapolis. It's Metro Transit Micro, a new ride sharing service that connects you with Metro Transit bus routes or wherever you need to go on the North side. It's convenient, affordable, and accessible. Metro Transit Micro uses minibuses to reach more neighborhoods, and you'll have shorter wait times. It costs just the same as bus routes, and it's easy to use. You can pay your fare in cash, a go-to-card, or the Metro Transit app. Just go to metrotransit.org slash micro, download the app, and create your account. It's really simple. So whether you're going to a friend's house in Bryn Mawr to watch the Vikings game, or you need to get dropped off at the Metro Sea Line station to hop on a bus to get to work across town. Metro Transit Micro got you covered. Book a ride, get picked up, and get where you need to go. Start riding today on one of the new Metro Transit Micro minibuses.
2: It's back to school time, and that means it's back to cooking breakfast for your kiddos and making school lunches. That's a lot of cracked eggshells and cut off sandwich crusts. Now listen, before you think about throwing those food scraps away, think about recycling them. Ramsey County has a program that can help you do just that and it won't cost you a dime. Ramsey County has a free food scraps recycling program that lets you collect stuff like apple cores, coffee grounds, and veggie scraps. Here's how it works. Put all those scraps into a compostable bag. Then once a week, drop it off at a free food scrap site by your house. And listen, I understand that life is busy, so if you can't get there once a week, just toss the bag in the freezer until you can find the time to do it. To locate a food scrap collection site near you and to get more information about the program, visit ramseyrecycles.com slash food scraps and tell your friends and family about it. Let's all do our part to help save the planet. Attorney General Keith Ellison will always defend my right to make my own healthcare decisions. Free from government interference. For us. Our sisters. Our daughters. Our families.
1: Re-elect Keith Ellison for Minnesota Attorney General. Learn more at ellison4mn.com. This is an independent expenditure prepared and paid for by Alliance for a Better Minnesota Action Fund. 1600 University Avenue West, St. Paul, Minnesota 55104. It is not coordinated with or approved by any candidate nor is any candidate responsible for it.
2: It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash
0: At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity.